Hi humans, welcome to our podcast, Deconstruct. My name is Lauren. And I'm Adam. On this podcast, we want to help start or continue conversations about the beautiful and messy parts of life. Although we both had a conservative upbringing, we've since grown out of a lot of our traditional ways of thinking. We're learning to deconstruct the religious lenses we once saw the world through, breaking down topics like purity culture, racism, and the patriarchy, while demystifying things like feminism, equality, and love. Stepping away from our evangelical church background, all the while leaning into God and moving forward in our faith. We'd love to hear your story. You can find us on Instagram at deconstruct.pod. Now, on to the episode. And welcome back to the podcast. No, how do you even say that? I don't I don't know what you're Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today we have each other. That's it. Just the two of us. And a cup of coffee. Because quarantine. I mean, I guess we could still technically interview people, but... That's typically how we do it anyways, online or through the phone. But today, it's just us. And, you know, sorry for the... What has it been? Like two-week now gap? It's been two weeks, but... No podcast. Well, between... Okay, so for those... I think we ended well the last season. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, we do live in Nashville... And so March has been interesting. We got rocked by some tornadoes. Yep. Um, and then Corona. Coronavirus. <laughs> the Rona. Miss, Miss Rona. So you can't, so you can't, um, you can't say Corona apparently on YouTube. Really? I don't it think it demonetizes. I don't think it necessarily demonetizes you, but I think there's a pretty high likelihood you will get demonetized, or like YouTube just like won't show your video or something. Weird. Yeah, because they don't want misinformation out there. They're trying to stop misinformation. I mean, that's fair. So they're just not promoting videos that have Corona in the title or in the video at all. It's such a weird. I mean. It's such a weird world we're in right now. Just because like there's so many places spreading so many different opinions about what's even happening and so many people are pretending that they have facts about things that they don't. And that's making this, I mean, not worse than it is because it's a really bad thing, but creating a a panic around a pandemic isn't all that helpful. It is a pandemic. After all, it is a little panicky. Like it already is. It is what it is. But then, you know, it's also like we were talking, like it's also allergy season. And so it's real. (laughs) So between allergies and anxiety (laughs) (laughs) and coronavirus, um, it's hard to really tell what is what until, of course, you go get tested and you somebody tells you you have corona or not. Right. But yeah. So anyway, that's kind of what's been going on in the world. Obviously, everybody who's going to... Everybody knows about it. This isn't just like... That was the other thing is that this is not just like the United States or this isn't just like America. This is worldwide. Yeah. And I personally feel connected to the world like in a, in a way that I hadn't really before, I feel like. Because we're all pretty much all experiencing the same 
Yeah. Stuff. I mean, it is a huge shared experience. Yeah. I mean, everybody's kind of dealing with it differently and everybody's got different problems. But Yeah. So it's been interesting. Of course, you and I, it's, I just started a TikTok. So yeah, you did. I, we go from, you know, today TikTok was kind of the, the theme of the day. And yesterday we did nothing but sit outside pretty much. We got tan. We got, we got a tan. And then other days it's like you and I are sitting across the table from one another and we're talking existential crisis oh God. things. So many existential conversations so, lately. So it's either been learning like that savage challenge on TikTok or it's <laughs> like, so where do we go when we die? Right. Yeah. The easy stuff. <laughs> Mild swings. It's all just kind of the same. Right? It's It's all happening within days and moments though too and I feel like coming out of this I feel like I really wish that because of this whole pandemic my my big dream would be that we could all get therapy after this that'd be amazing like I mean for multiple reasons for so many reasons there's just everybody's situation is different being quarantined at home you know um yeah, and so I feel like therapy would be awesome if it was, if it was like widespread. Universal. So we're so so it's Trump like universal. Trumpy Sanders over here is going to give us some uh, <laughs> economic stimulation checks and yeah. we're going to expand unemployment and then we're going to have universal health care for I mean, yeah, that'd everybody? be great. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's what universal would be, but That would be great. Um but also I mean, I, I'm just talking just therapy, though. Like, specifically, hey, you've been quarantined for however many weeks now. I feel like this is my therapy. <laughs> okay, Being that's quarantined, true. True. I feel like I'm living my best life. I agree. Um, Working out, going on <laughs> runs in the morning at like 630 and <laughs> taking care of the yard, making food. Taking care of the dog. Yeah, I know. I true. I truly feel like that. Like I, but we're, you're an antisocial extrovert and I'm just an introvert. Right. That, but I really love online communities. Like from the, and they're just popping right now. We were just saying, like, I was just saying yesterday how, um, back when I was like little. So the only thing I had was an email. Like I wasn't (laughs) even allowed to have like, AOL and stuff. Like, I wasn't allowed to have... Instant Messenger? Yeah, AIM. AIM or anything. Like, I was... Like, my older brother had it, but I didn't. And, I mean, I was probably, like, 11 or 12. That's how and, it was with me and my cousins. And so, um, I... If you remember, like, Yahoo Answers and... Do you yes. remember those? Is that the one that the question would be on one slide and then the next slide would be an answer no, or a part of the answer? No, it was like a forum, basically. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and so you just like Yahoo and you create your little like your character that looks like you and you create like a a name and mine was Rainbow Princess. And your name was Rainbow Princess? <laughs> I think so. How do I not know this information? <laughs> or Ren, I think it was Ren. I don't know. I don't remember. But yeah, so... Um, Yahoo Answers. All this, all this to say, I started. I learned that I loved online community. Whenever I would just like ask questions, but but more than that, I would like look up questions so I could see the answers. So you could just like read people's question and answer. It was like my five self was researching, 
and also socializing. <laughs> I like felt like I got my socializing out of the way by like talking to people on forums about whatever. I mean, I don't want to like send you down a rabbit hole, but I think you would really like Reddit because Reddit is basically well, the new Yahoo Answers. Have you noticed that I avoid the things that I know that I'm going to like get obsessed and addicted oh, yeah, for to? Sure. Like, I mean, you do uh, the same thing with friends too. You're like the people that I initially have the most issue with are the people that I become best friends with. Yeah. And so I normally have a very strong aversion aversion yeah so that's why i haven't gotten into reddit and that's why i'm only now getting into tiktok because i just like i i don't know i just know that i'm gonna get super into it anyway you just gotta let yourself live your best life (laughs) don't limit yourself but all that to say like i've loved the online communities and like um we were talking with our families last night about like what's like one positive from this whole thing and we've we have many positives for us personally. Yeah, but this has been great for us. I mean, I mean, it's not great did, for everybody. We but did. Adam did lose his job, though. I did. Like, do, like, you know, not everybody knows that. So he filed for unemployment. And yeah. Yeah. But, but we I do still have a part time job with our church that's been very gracious through this whole thing. Yeah. Um, but I was saying how one of the cool things was like being able to like, I feel like have an inside view of like people's psyches. Um mm-hmm. Because you can only talk through like social media and through like FaceTime and things like that. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like I'm able to see definitely like different sides to people. Do you feel like people are being more honest online since this whole thing? Quarantine? Yes. Yes. I feel like. Yes. I think it's just becoming more evident or like obvious when somebody's just like an influencer like just trying to be like an influencer without like sharing much of their personal got it because then once you get to now they're like locked in their houses and you're like they're either a not putting out content yeah b it's like very very specific like small scale things so that they can avoid the Corona issue at all. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I do think people are being more honest, which I think is good though. Like I think it's healthy to have people that are just doing their normal thing Yeah, and it helps people normalize a little bit in a time like this. Like there's a few people that I follow on YouTube that were kind of talking more about Corona because they were like, how can I talk about anything else when there's like this, serious issue going on i feel like everything else is not important yeah but that kind of developed i I mean through communication and through the community kind of reaching back out and being like hey you know what like we everybody knows this is happening right now you don't have to talk about it you don't have to feel the responsibility of of putting content out that is serious about this thing right now because we all are already talking about it so the best thing that you can do is just keep being yourself and just keep making your own that and um, I feel like there's a place for very much taking this seriously. Please stay home, wash your hands, all this stuff. But this, there's also definitely like I support the meme culture um, because I, yep. I, I don't know, humor, like keeping things, keeping humanity human. <laughs> right. Um, who, you, you're the one who, who saw it, right? The, um, the, during the plague and that's when they like came up with like the, 
nursery rhymes like oh yeah ring around the rosy or or right everybody's always like why are all the nursery rhymes about about such like really dark dark things like oh like because they were made up during times when people had a lot of time on their hands because they were staying at home quarantining or that or they were just trying to make light of anything like entertain their kids or being funny even like that's what i'm saying like humor it's not like it's not like we're the first generation or first like group of people living on this earth that have gone through something hard, hard and, and tried to make it easier. Yeah. Yeah. We're certainly not. I mean, obviously look at right. history, but anyway, so I definitely support like the meme culture, but also trying to be sensitive and all that sensitive. It's definitely a, a balance. Yeah. To all of it. Well, and it's interesting because I feel like everybody is turning to artists right now. On like, <laughs> I, th- I think there's a lot of people that True. are doing it and they're unaware of it, like how essential art and creativity is to our sanity. Because without even questioning it, like the first thing people do is try to distract themselves and try to dissociate from reality when it gets really yeah. challenging. And the best way to do that is to root into these creative communities where the validation for what they do is so far few and far between right. for the most part. Yep. And right now it's like the main thing holding people together. Yeah. Well, and that's, I think it goes back to like, you know, following certain accounts that aren't like necessarily talking about it. Yeah. Um, I think it's nice, a little bit of conversation about it. You know, I follow, I had several YouTubers and one of them like last week, or two weeks ago, uploaded a video every day. And normally she only uploads like twice a week. Mm-hmm. And she uploaded every day because she was like, hey, you know, uh, we're looking to be distracted right now. When right. Uh, when we are home, whenever it's, it, this isn't like a crisis. This isn't like the tornado situation where we're like, hey, volunteer, get out there, help. This is, hey, stay in your home, like help by staying home. Right. You know, because we just went through that. Not, I mean, not everybody went through the tornado thing right before Corona either. So right. like for us, we saw our community all come together and everybody was out on the streets. Everybody was unemployed in the same kind of way just because right. their, their restaurant or their whatever their gig economy job was, yeah. was destroyed. And then we all kind of came together anyway. Like we yeah. all just got out and helped and gave stuff away and we're taking care of each other. Yeah. And now it's seeing the complete opposite where initially there was this whole panic and everybody was going out and being mm-hmm. extremely selfish. And, but now we're kind of getting into a place where people are being, they're, they're caring for each other by separating. Yeah. And I think that's part of the distracting, like, you were talking about the artists and I think it, it is the influencers that are keeping their normal daily posts and yeah. their day and, and even upping it even to be right. like entertainment. And I think that's why like <laughs> I was getting into TikTok cause it was funny yeah. and I was watching people dance and I was, I love to dance and yeah. So I just, I think almost it's like learning to, to find things light yeah when things are so heavy right now so i was watching somebody a video of somebody earlier today that was kind of talking about that exact same thing where they're like as a creator i can either a 
right now. Like I don't have my studio to go to. I don't have my office to go to to go work. Yeah. So I can either take time and just relax right now, slow down a little bit like most other people. Yeah. And just like take time to be with family. Or I can take it as my responsibility to put out even more content. I have the time to do it and just give myself the opportunity to create in my everyday space and learn to love my family and my creativity at the same time. And I've loved that. Like I've loved seeing people Mm. that normally like right like i'm i'm used to watching people that are doing like tech reviews or they're um, so you're seeing like so you're talking to like a, like unfiltered version of each of their stuff because we also saw a concert last night right. through our uh, computers yeah through youtube live yeah and that's like it's still happening but it's it's unfiltered yeah, and I love that because like I'm all these people talk about how they're like burning out on their creativity because they're targeting they're like targeting so specifically an yeah. exact like uh 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 what's the word I'm looking for um demographic or? demographic yeah and so they're like doing this exact thing and they're doing it as professional quality as possible and they're all burning out on their creativity because they're like I'm sick of like every time I sit in front of the camera I just go into robot mode. I lock in and I yeah. like get the job done and then I go and I edit it and then I'm like wa- wash my hands of it and then go back home to my family and live my real life. Yeah. And now it's like so cool to see people not not allowing the burnout to separate their creativity from their life. Yeah. They're allowing this space to to like intermesh their personal life and their profession mm-hmm. and and allow that space for themselves to realize that the rules they put on the the rules that you put on yourself as a creative mm-hmm. are only put on you by you. Right. Nobody else is putting that on you. Like that's so I don't know. It's 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 just really cool to me to see people starting to to mix those a little bit. I think I think that was like has always been my goal with my stuff. And so like at least like my YouTube, I've always wanted it to be like normal life and like unfiltered. Um, I think I think in general, that is kind of the way a lot of content is going anyway. Yeah. Um, Like an unfiltered type of footage. And I don't know. Um do you but feel I, like there's like a responsibility to build up a professionalism around that before you can get to that raw space? Or do you think like people are actually like their professional content is raw content? It's weird because th- there is such thing as professional raw content. Right. Do you yeah, know what sure. I mean? I mean like Blair Witch Project or like Paranormal Activity, like the found footage kind of thing. Or do you mean like, like legitimately you just mean like somebody picking up a camera, filming a home video and then like uploading it uncut. Yes. Kind of more like that. <laughs> like Kim Kardashian, like yeah, keeping like, up with the Kardashians. Okay. Space? Well, you know how like Billie Eilish, like the whole situation, her. Yeah. Whole right. Thing like her is, and like, her brother, her and her brother and like, you know, um, blue eyes or what behind these ocean eyes. Yeah. That one, <laughs> whatever. That was like originally like a project for her teacher or something like she was doing a project or her teacher oh, wow. wanted her to, do, I don't, I don't know the story. I didn't I, even know that. So uh, I don't really, I can't say that for certain, but anyway, 
um, that sort of thing. And it's like if you hear about that sort of thing happening or you see like, or if you're into YouTube and you like watch how YouTubers got started and it was like them propping up their phones and whatever else, right. like you're like, okay, that's how we do it. That's like how to start it. But then now it's been three years since they started it and that's not exactly the way like to go about it now. And so I don't know. It's like this balance of, making things look like you're not trying too hard so that people feel like you they're getting the beginning yeah. of your career, whether it's YouTube or music or podcast or whatever else. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like people like to see that like they are there at the beginning, but yeah. at the same time, they don't, they only want so much awkwardness. <laughs> like well, like polished awkwardness is a thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I mean there's people that are literally like creating professional level production music yeah. and then they're literally like scaling it down intentionally to make it sound crappier yeah. and uploading like it SoundCloud-y. to SoundCloud. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's just it's interesting. And then if you don't have much and you don't have all the stuff to like bring back down and scale down. Can you do things at a at a get at a beginner stage? Right. And like can you can you can ever you actually, truly be a beginner? Yeah. Or can you just pretend to be one? I feel like that's the art of creativity right now. And I feel like that also is what fuels burnout because Again, just like watching videos of people that I follow, Mm -hmm. that I love their professional content. Mm -hmm. Anytime I'm listening to podcasts or anything with any like creative living channels or like stuff like that. And they're talking about the behind the scenes of creating ease Mm -hmm. in like everything that they do. Yeah. Is the most challenging thing about it. Because I hear Wait, all the making time, it seem like it's easy, making it seem like it's easy. Yeah, making it seem like it's fun, light, and easy, and like <laughs> yeah, like YouTube is the easiest, best job in the world, right? When like most people I know are working are working twelve to sixteen hours a day, yeah, just making content, right? And so it's like, is is a professional level creative just somebody that's really good at making the hustle look easy? Right. Or can you actually just be... Make it easy. Can you can you actually just do it for easy? fun? Right. And for fun and, and be succeed. successful. Right. Exactly. That's... You said it. I feel like you summed that up for me. I, I was like trying so hard to just say that, but kudos. Good job. Um, yeah. So I don't know. But I do feel like right now, because of everything going on, things... I think people are learning that it, it can be a little easier. And people are willing to watch, listen, download things that are not as produced. And that's okay. You know? Like, that's good. Right. It's good for beginners, at least. Like myself. Yeah. I mean, I find myself, like, listening to and watching YouTube videos and, and podcasts just as white noise. And it's almost like sometimes it's it's easier and it's more relaxing and almost like meditative to to listen to or watch somebody do something that's not super produced. Something that yeah. just feels like you're just kind of peering into their life and they're just like doing their thing. They're just existing and 
I don't know. They're, I think that's what we're seeing happen a lot right now. But it almost just makes me wonder if I enjoy that because I've seen how professional they are. And I'm like, wow, I right. know what you could be doing. I know you have right. I know you have a thirty thousand dollar cinema camera mm-hmm. that you're that you could even be using right now that I know you almost always are using. Yeah. And yet we're getting this raw, private, personal experience. Right. And I don't I like I don't know if I'm also guilty of requiring people to be professionals before we let them make it easy. Right. I agree. Because I just I like I if I follow somebody and they have like no followers and their content is even like better than average but it's still just like average, I I don't find myself enjoying it in the same way as if it was even worse content from somebody that I've been watching forever that does something really great. Yeah. Yeah. So where does that, where does that leave us as consumers and creators? Where does that leave us? Putting in five years of <laughs> exactly. footwork before you're allowed to be a beginner. Oh, that's so depressing. I don't like that. But yeah, that's, that's what it seems like anyway. I mean, you're better about it at least. Like, I think you are willing to give people the grace of like being grassroots and actually watching people at the beginning of things. Cause you're okay with being uncool. Yeah. I thanks. <laughs> I mean like that's, that's kind of what you're okay with how uncool you are. That's true. But that's how, that's like what we're all striving toward right now is like oh. finding, <laughs> finding and, and accepting something that's not necessarily like mainstream. True. And you've just, you've just always naturally been that. We're like, I mean, you still have your scrunchies from 11 years ago that you're like just pulling back out of your... More than 11 years ago. 11 years ago, I was 15. So it it was like, I mean, I think I had them when I was like seven. So... But I guess that's that's (laughs) what I mean is like you... You don't have a problem with giving something the time to like... Just find its space. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's true, I guess. I mean, and, and I feel like you do that with people too. Like you're you'll follow Instagram accounts and be like inspired by people that have like two hundred and seventy-three followers. <laughs> you might be my next victim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean I mean, thanks, I guess. Uh I I wish everybody kinda had that mentality because that would just like create more room for more like creations to exist and like art for people to see art that makes me sound like a four i'm a five wing four well i mean it is a four describing a five so (laughs) there you go i'm making it prettier than it is hey so i'm uncool and you are making me prettier than i (laughs) I am i see how this is going just laying on the compliments over here yeah i see how it's going okay um but yeah i don't know I don't know. I feel like, like I said, during this time, though, people are actually like ready to consume anything. But does that get rid of the opportunity or does that dilute the opportunity to actually do something as a profession and make money at it? If so many mean? people are willing oh. to consume a product that's yeah. that's just average, yeah. that makes everybody capable of doing yeah. the thing that you want to be doing professionally. So yeah. does that like just totally no make it harder no not really i yes i think 
that's kind of a scarcity mindset, like creatively. And, you know, there are times I have that, but also we're all different, you know, and it's cliche, but like we all have different fingerprints. And so does our creativity and the content we're creating. Like, I mean, literally, I was just thinking about that this morning because like TikTok, literally, it's basically just copying other people doing things. I mean, you sometimes create your own thing, but for the most part, you're you're pretty much just copying like what other people are doing. Yeah, it's like you're just following trends. Yeah. So like, why would like, why would anyone follow me or why would anyone follow anybody else? Because it's all just copycats of everything else. Because it is different. I mean, maybe somebody likes to follow people like girls with long brown hair. And so that's why they like my account or like maybe I don't know. Everybody's different. And I think everybody's creativity, even if it's an exact like copy, it can't be an exact copy because everybody's voice is different. Everybody's way of strumming is different. Everybody's way of dancing is a little different. Like, so I don't think it like takes anything away because we're still such a high consuming society. We're not all just creating and not consuming anything. If none of us, if we weren't consuming, it'd be a problem. Right. You know, I mean, I don't even know if it'd be a problem. We'd all just be creating things and maybe we'd all just be happy (laughs) creating and that'd be awesome. We would be happy with our own creation. Yeah. So maybe that would be great. But I think, you know what I mean? Like it's, we're high consumption and high creation, creating. So as long as the consumption is high, then Everything's fine because yeah. The thing is, like, I feel way. like so for people like me, I have a hard time like actually making the thing because I feel the pressure of it being professional before I'm allowed to like start. So I'll spend, I mean, you know better than anybody. I'll spend eight months creating a logo and a name and a website and taking photos of like stuff surrounding my actual creativity rather than like <laughs> actually doing the thing. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe maybe I would feel I would feel more capable of actually like just doing something. Do you remember when we talked about when we first got married and we were going through like clothes in our closet and things that we had and there was like I think it was something I had or maybe you had and I I didn't want it. I think it was me and I, I didn't want the, the item anymore. And you're like, but that's really cute. Like it looks so good on you. I was like, yeah, but I don't like it. Like I don't, whatever. Maybe it was a brand thing. I don't remember what it was. Um, And that's when I was like, the closet doesn't care. Like if I don't ever right. wear it, if yeah. I don't ever wear it out, like what does it matter that I have it? Like the closet does not care yeah, that it's in there. Right. And I think like the same thing is like, like no offense, but your zero viewers don't care. Right. <laughs> I mean, you're right. Like, but it's so, it's so hard for me to. Or very few viewers. To or like rationalize that in my head because I'm like, and I know the other thing that we've talked about too is like people love watching you be a beginner they love watching you from the beginning of your process suck and then get to the place where you don't suck and maybe not everybody right but there are people there's so many people out there that have like 
niche things that they're into. And they love the journey. Yeah. Totally. I, and and I mean, I guess I'm getting a little bit closer to that, but like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it like comes with the territory of like growing up with like not a lot of money. And like I the things that I could control that were right in front of me were how something looks, how something feels like I could control an idea. But then like when it came to actually doing something, we, and I, I say we and mostly just myself, like I just kind of created this practice of like, I'll allow myself to get excited about something and I'll build up this entire like, beautiful product and brand and all of that in my head of like what it could ever be. Yeah. But then once I was done, like coming back down to a space where I'm like, okay, yeah, but like what's, what's the, what's the actual likelihood of me being able to afford the stuff to actually start making a thing or does it always come down to money then? I don't know. I mean, I think because if you had all the money in the world, like would, well, where would your creativity be? Where would your creative mind be? Would you do the things? Would you buy the stuff? Would you start making things? Like what is it? Is it truly just money? I mean, I guess it depends on like what kind of thing you want to make. So like for me, I've always been somebody that wants to make stuff with my like a physical actual thing I want to make or, you know, whatever and so then you have to have the machinery to like start making the thing and you have to have the 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 original product to make the end product and like you have to have all the components and whatever so i think in that kind of space yes ish i mean i feel like i feel like you just have to like be okay with starting small and like maybe with you that's like creating blueprints of how you would make the things and then taking pictures of those blueprints and uploading them and hashtagging everyday carry and things like that, whatever you're into. Like why, like, I feel like you're just, like I said, like you're zero to very slim amount of viewership. They don't care. Like I have, from what I have found through all of my like creative endeavors and whether that it's been like years doing Christian music or like touring or anything like that. Like even if I don't feel like something's totally like professional or totally perfect or solid or whatever, there's people who are going to love that. Like you can look all over social media and online and find people are fans of things that you may think are terrible. I know I personally (laughs) have experienced that. Yeah. But that's my opinion of like whatever, like that influencer is really like, got an annoying voice or whatever, but then they have thousands and thousands of followers or they have like a certain or small amount, but those small amount are like diehards. Like, and I don't get it, but I'm like, cool. Like good for you. Like I'm glad that's working for you. And I think like that can work for like anything though. I feel like no matter what you do, like somebody's gonna, somebody's gonna follow it. Somebody's gonna be into it. Even if it is just your, partner for a second right yeah (laughs) even if it's just you even if it's just me well I think so something that's been helping me a lot lately get closer to actually like doing the things that I want to do is the mentality of done is better than perfect right um 
Well, yeah. But it's just like that also leads me into a space where I'm like, is it okay to create and make things that you don't love? Yeah. Just for the sake of progress. All the time. All the time. That goes back to songwriting. You write 100 songs and there's like maybe like three good ones. Yeah. Like it is a muscle that you work. But if you love making it, if you love the process, that's what it's about. And the product may end up being total crap, but that's okay. It's not about the product. It's not about the end result. It's about like the process of it. Yeah. So if you don't enjoy the process, then maybe don't do it. Yeah. You know, if you're so hung up on the product, it's just not gonna, whether that's a single like music or whether that's like a YouTube video or whatever, if you're just so obsessed with the product and you don't enjoy the process, like it's me, choose something else, like do something else. Yeah. Like that's what's creating this burnout that a lot of people are experiencing is yeah. that their, their sole focus is on the product that they're putting out and they've lost sight of passion for the process. Yeah. And I mean, I have a, I have my heart goes out to people though, who are creating for a living. Like I would, I would love to just be making money off of my creativity. That's not me, but there are other people who are doing that. And so like numbers do matter to them because numbers sometimes equal numbers on a paycheck. Right. So like it does, like the product does matter for sure, especially when you're at that level. But I feel like that's why, you know, Liz Gilbert and Big Magic, she talks about how she had a, a, like a nine to five job. Like she had a desk job right. until after um, E Pray Love was like New York's bestseller and she was making lots of money, like way more. Like I can't remember what the number she said, but like certain amount money, more money than she was working at her other job because she didn't want to like the, her example was like looking at her creativity and like forcing it, like backing it up against the wall and, and forcing it to pay her bills. Yeah. And she was like, that's just so unfair and it will squash your creativity. So as much as you can, like let, like have it, have a job, whatever. But I do have, I'd, so my heart does go out to people who are making money off of their creativity because that's why I think a lot of people do end up getting that burnout because it does end up becoming their income, which is for a lot of people like myself, the ultimate goal. Right. But it does come with, you know, that, that potential of getting so hung up on the, on the product. But right now for you personally, that's definitely not your situation. You know, your creativity is not paying the bills. Right. Thank God, because we, we'd have no, <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Um, and yeah, so yes, but done is much better than perfect. Yeah. And I feel like that's cliche, but until you actually do, do it and believe it, like, I mean, it won't change. So I guess that's your challenge then. Do something. Do something. Everybody and ourselves, I guess. Just start. Yeah. Let people in on the process of the beginning, the imperfection of it all. Yeah. I and mean, you'll find your people along the way. Yeah. Like, like you said, that's, that's me. <laughs> I'm not afraid to be uncool. Yeah. <laughs> Just my couple hundred followers here and a couple here and there. Just having fun with it. Yeah. Cool.
Well, thank you everybody for listening to the podcast today. It's definitely a different change of pace from what we usually do, but I think this is us um, giving ourselves the space (laughs) to, yeah, jump away from interview format and jump into our own conversation that we've kind of been wanting to do from the beginning. Like we've wanted our podcast to be something where we do have interviews every once in a while, but uh, we get to just sit down on any Monday morning and sip coffee and just chat and I don't know, open up conversation and intentionality with each other and with you guys. So thanks for tuning in for another podcast and until next time. Cool. You can, you can stop it. If you liked this episode, please share, rate, and review on whatever platform you're listening. As always, thanks so much for listening. Until next time.